So, our readings are all about the law, God's law. And in the Catholic Church, we have a lot of laws. Not as many as in the state of Illinois that are being imposed on us day by day, but we have a lot of laws in the Catholic Church. I've heard all sorts of things over the years with regards to the church's law and criticisms about the church and what the church believes. And a lot of them are, they kind of sound like this. The church's law are, laws are backwards, behind the times. They keep people from experiencing true human freedom. And maybe you've heard the term people picking and choosing the things in the Catholic Church. Maybe they're raised Catholic. And we, I've heard the term often, cafeteria Catholic. Meaning you kind of choose which laws to obey in the church and which ones you want to take and which ones you want to kind of just leave right there. Like you're in a cafeteria picking from food. The church itself sees its law in a much different way. And so, you might even say, ironically, from a modern standpoint, the church actually sees its laws not as restrictive, but as giving freedom. And so, I started to pick up golf fairly recently, just a couple months ago. Uh, the number one piece of advice that I received from people over and over and over again was you need to take lessons. And um, by the way, I, I can hit the ball now, which is a huge improvement. I don't hit it well, but I can actually hit it. And so uh, a summer's worth of practice has allowed me to do that in that game. But the main piece of advice and the way that you actually get good is to get lessons. You get lessons because what happens when you take a lesson is you learn laws. You see where you're at and you see your deficiencies from an outside perspective. Somebody has a more objective view and then they give you rules. And these rules actually bring you freedom. And that's the kind of freedom that Tiger Woods would have had in his prime. Where he could make the ball go where he wanted the ball to go. That's freedom. Or if you see Phil Mickelson take a chip, he puts it right where he wants. That's freedom. And the laws of the game become a part of those guys' bones. And it gives us this increased capacity to perform the action that they're performing. Now, when we think about what it means to raise a child, we also think about it in this light, right? So children, the package that they come in is not a finished package. They need their parents to set rules and expectations for them. To not have rules and expectations and laws for someone's children, for parents, for their children, would be considered abusive. 
We actually, the, government, the state actually takes children away from parents when they're overly neglected, and rightfully so. If we allowed our children to dictate without any type of rules or laws as they grew up, their own sleep schedule, their own diet, they might not make it very far. They need these guiding principles which help them to grow in freedom as human beings. So eventually the goal is, as this child is being formed according to these laws, that they actually are very, very free. And so they don't go from complete happiness to complete anger. And they're not in control of their own emotions, but that their intellect and will, at a certain point, are in charge of their passions, rather than their passions being the main, the main thing that is moving the rest of themselves. So we have these laws. Laws help us, in many instances. They're very good for us. And when it comes to laws, you don't want to be overly constraining, nor overly permissible. God's law is meant to bring us moral freedom. And moral freedom basically looks like, from, so from God's point of view, the reason he gives us the law, and the reason Moses talks about it like a gift, like this incredible gift that's being given to the people of Israel, is because what the law is meant to do is bring us into communion with God, harmony with God, harmony with others, and harmony with ourselves. That's what heaven is. It's perfect communion with God, others, and ourselves. No one hates themselves in heaven. No one hates others. There's communion and, and joy and peace. The reason we need God's laws, the reason that, the God, that God has given us his son himself who established the Catholic Church and Jesus himself who remember the words that he gives to Simon Peter you are, Simon, you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of the netherworld will not, prevent, will not prevail against you and he gives Peter what's called the authority to bind and loose Kind of this law-like authority, which is handed down throughout the ages from all the different popes and this thing we call apostolic succession. So we have the church guides us. The reason we need that is because we are created. 
And since we're created, we're made in the image and likeness of the Creator. So that's the starting point, is that we're created. If we weren't created, if we were just random, if we were just kind of like random, circumstantially came to be, then moral relativism would make more sense. But if we're actually created, then that means we are something intentional and that we have a proper end and actions matter and we have the capacity to flourish in a particular way. And so what happened, what the, what the church would say, what the scriptures teach us, is that at the beginning, our first parents began this divorce between their own humanity when they sinned. They were in perfect harmony with God, in perfect harmony with themselves, and in perfect harmony with others. But a divorce, a great divorce happened. We call that original sin. And so there then came to be this disconnect in those three areas. A divorce. And so God restored and brought together in an even greater way that which had been damaged and divorced. And what does Jesus call his mission and what he's doing in the kingdom of God? He uses the opposite term. He calls it a wedding feast and a marriage. And marriages are all about relationship and communion. And that is what the church's law is all about. Relationship and communion. Freedom interiorly. Joy, harmony, peace. Jesus, we thank you for the gift of your law, which is meant to help guide us, help us to not put the law in some kind of disordered way or have some kind of disordered relationship with the law. Help us to recognize that the law is meant to bring us really into relationship with you. That it is a guide towards freedom, towards moral freedom and self-possession and self-gift. Help us, Lord, with the laws that you've given us that we don't really like, the ones that we disagree with intellectually, and the ones that we just don't like to follow as much, or the ones that we try to follow but we struggle following. Help us to see your love and your providence in our lives as you guide us. Help us to see you as a gentle brother and your father as a gentle father. We ask all these things through your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen.